Welcome back to the Ethos Podcast. We're going to be talking about this article I found from NPR and their take on why Americans are quitting their jobs. Obviously, I shared stuff from the New York Times, Washington Post. Everybody's trying to figure out why. I just want to share this one from NPR. Why so many Americans are quitting their job. Goodbye, farewell, adios, sayonara. Workers have been giving their bosses an earful of such words of late. Last week, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics announced that 4.3 million Americans, or about 2.9% of the entire workforce, quit their jobs in August. That was a record-breaking month, piggybacking on previous record months. The great resignation is real, and it can be seen across virtually all industries. It's common to see a surge in quitting when the job market is tight and there's a cornucopia of open positions, but what's happening now is unlike anything we've seen before. Economists and pollsters are still investigating what's going on. Are generous government benefits encouraging people to quit? Maybe, but some evidence suggests not. Are people angling for a raise after decades of stagnant play, uh, stagnant pay? Maybe. The family pressures imposed by school closures, the school, uh, the closing of reopening and reopening of businesses, the reshuffling of population to different locations and industries, and the fear of the virus in face-to-face settings have all almost certainly played a role. But the historic rise in quitting also seems to be more about than all of this. A new working paper, the UC Berkeley economist Yilkreich Malmender, suggests that there's something existential behind the Great Resignation. The pandemic and the rise of remote work has changed the way we view our lives and the world. The idea that our expertise, experiences shape our lives is hardly radical. And Malmender isn't alone in amongst scholars in suggesting that the soul-searching during this pandemic helps explain the surge in quitting. I mean, for sure, 100%. Texas and a uh, Texas A and M psychologist Anthony Klotz, who predicted and coined the term the Great Resignation back in May, credits a pandemic pandemic and epiphanies. That was a tongue twister, with motivating many workers to depart their jobs for greener pastures. But experience effects, as Malbinar calls them, remains remarkably under investigated economies. Economies, which tend to be more focused on the cold materials instead of that influence our behavior. Now, Mender has been working to change that. Malmender says her journey unlocking the mysteries of how personal and collective experiences shape our economic choices began when she was thinking about her home. Malmender is from Germany, and she says that more of her home country inspired her to investigate the idea that experiences can dramatically affect the people's economic decisions. The Germany where she grew up in and now watches afar is one from hypervigilant about inflation, whether it's Bundesbank, the Bundestag, so a central bank, the legislator, or the equivalent of the White House, German leaders tend to inf- uh, be inflation hawks, flocking towards tight money, balanced budgets, and price stability. These policy preferences have at times pitted Germany against EU and other nations that have negotiated shared money policy at the European Central Bank. So the answer was kind of obvious to them. Given their knowledge of the country's history, if one nation has exemplified perils of inflation, it's Germany. After losing World War I, German struggled, uh, Germany struggled with the burdens imposed by Treaty of Versailles, which forced nations to pay reparations for blood. Or sorry, for war and hobbled some of its main industries. The Weimar Republic dealt with its financial problems through deficit spending and printing lots of money, and inflation took off. Prices quadrupled every month on average for almost a year and a half between 1922 and 1923. Historians blame the skyrocketing price for destabilizing the de- uh, dem- democratically elected government and facilitating the rise of the Nazi party in short, it didn't end well. We wondered where hyperinflation experiences in the early 20th century was transmitted through generations, shaping us in a long-lasting manner.
So, Mel Mender and Nagel's first influential paper titled Depression Babies Do Grow Up in Macro Economic Experience Affecting Risk Taking. They want to know whether those who grew up in aftermath of the shock of the market crash in 1929 were less likely to invest in the stock market. They found the answer was a resounding yes. The Great Depression they found created an entire generation of was skittish about investing in stocks. Those who came out of age of the roaring 1950s and 60s, in contrast, were more gung ho about it. In a working paper, Malner sketches out a prototype about how he, how we should think about the ways in which personal generation experiences systematically affect our economic behavior. She reviews the literature and finds patterns, economic calamities, and hyperinflation, stock market crashes, and unemployment spikes tend to affect people's attitudes and choices for a long time. But people are particularly reactive to what recently happened. These experience effects tend to be the domain-specific, she says. Uh, so a stock market crash doesn't seem to affect, for example, people's purchases of bonds. Now, Mender cites research neuroscience, which says it finds that experiences almost literally rewire our brain. Research sources, especially true for kids, childhood trauma, for instance, can be profoundly affected by people's outcomes as adults. So includes putting them at great risk for substance abuse, criminal, antisocial behavior, depression, dropping out of school, chronic health problems. So as the effect for the pandemic, Melnoner predicts that the legacy forced legacy of forced teleworking, homeschooling, and other dramatic social and economic changes will continue to shape our choices long after the viral danger recedes. At the very least, there will certainly be many of us working new jobs. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Athos Podcast. Take care. I hope everybody's doing well. Bye.